Hey, thanks for listening to the Amlin in the Mix podcast. Here you will find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Amlin in the Mix YouTube channel today. Now, let's get into the podcast. I used to think of my life as a trap star. I used to think of my life as a trap star. Hey, and welcome back to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast, season three, episode 13. And we are doing this on a different day again, just because this week was insane again, just like last week with gear drops and announcements. Now, before I get into all of that, of course, what is this podcast about? Yes, you are listening to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. What is that? It is a music technology podcast. It is not a podcast about myself, although my name is Emlyn and I present it to you, hence I'm in the mix, dare I say. We are simulcast on YouTube and as a podcast as well. And I do want to say this to my regular listeners. Thank you so much for joining me as you do week to week. Next week is going to be a bit iffy on the timing of when I drop the podcast. We will get a podcast done next week, but I've got a crazy week next week. It might come earlier than usual or it might come later than usual. Got the in-laws coming from overseas and I've got my big birthday, big booming massive DJs playing at my birthday. No, just kidding. Uh, but my birthday is next week and it drops on the same day that we did the podcast. Anyway, work it out, work it all in. And yeah, it might might be a little bit off our normal schedule. But anyway, you don't care about that. You don't want to hear that. You want to know. You're looking in the background. If you're watching on YouTube, you're like, boom, we know what we're talking about straight away here. And it's in the thumbnail, I'm sure. Let's get stuck into it. Yes, music technology, music gear, all that stuff. If you like it, you've come to the right place. So Universal Audio dropped Spark. And last week we were like, what is Spark? Well, I was like, what is Spark? But all the clued on people, the smart people were like, dude, that's a subscription service. You suck. We hate subscription. Boo. Well, actually, I just want to say my viewpoint on this actually I have to say that Universal Audio has to be probably one of the only or one of one of the only, there might be a couple, of companies, music technology-wise, that when it comes to a subscription, it actually makes sense because their plugins are so damn... Well, yeah, they're expensive. Let's be real. They're expensive, but for what you get, they're great. They are definitely worth their value. I don't want to devalue them, but... They're pricey plugins, but you get what you pay for. You're getting the top tier emulations. You're getting the best sounding in definitely in the top five software emulations on the planet. Definitely. Without a shadow of a doubt, Universal Audio. So for me, when I did find out it was a subscription service, I was like, this makes sense. Actually, this is the one company where I might actually do a subscription service because I don't want to pay $200 a plugin. Do you know what I mean? And, but let's actually take a look at what is actually included in UAD Spark. So create music with the best gear ever made, a collection of legendary studio hardware and instrument plugins for a low monthly fee. Now I must admit when I first heard about this subscription service with Universal Audio, I got super excited because I was like, they're just going to throw everything in there. Little old me, did I know? No, they're not going to do that. But I was wishful thinking. I was like, they're going to have everything in there, like 
tens of thousands of dollars of software and this small, low monthly fee. No, they don't. But actually, they've included some nice additions. The best, they say, the legendary collection. And there's going to be more added to this subscription-based service as time goes along. But what's interesting is there's two new instruments that we haven't heard from, from especially from Universal Audio before, instruments. But let's have a quick look at what is actually included in this collection. So an evolving collection. So you get exclusive new instruments and tools with our ever-expanding library. Now, it doesn't work for Windows users just yet, but that is coming in fall of 2022. So UAD Spark plugins run on your Mac. No UA hardware is required. So you don't even need like an Apollo interface or any of the universal audio interfaces. This will just work. It's legendary UA sound. Give your recordings the pro analog tones heard on your favorite albums. And then they got a bunch of videos for each of the legendary collection that's included. Let's just go over what's actually included. I'm not going to play each individual video here. I'll play you my favorite one though. So we've got Teletronics LA 2A collection and used by producers such as Tom Petty, Prince, The Weeknd. You've got the UA1176 collection, which is more of a louder sounding sort of compressor. And these are very well emulated, by the way. Uh, Aretha Franklin, Nirvana, Led Zeppelin. And then you got the API2500 bus, a bit more of a smoother, like not, yeah, warmer, warm and smooth sort of sounding compressor used by producers such as Radiohead, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Fleetwood Mac. And then reverb-wise, you're getting the Lexicon 2024 digital or 224 digital reverb <clears throat> used by Dr. Dre, Talking Heads, U2. You've got the Pure Plate reverb used by the production of Bon Iver, Bonnie Iver, Nora Jones, and the Flaming Lips. I don't know why I'm butchering all those artists' names. Sorry about that. And then you've got the Galaxy Tape Echo, which is basically a ripoff of Roland Space Echo, but it's a good ripoff. It sounds unbelievable and used by the producers of Tycho, Bob Marley, Flying Lotus, etc. You get a bunch of preamps, EQs, and tapes. You get the API Vision Channel Strip Plus, and you get the Stutter A800 tape machine, and you get the Neve 1073 preamp and EQ, which I already own, by the way. But the cool thing is when you get this collection, which I've downloaded the 14-day demo at this stage, <clears throat> when you get this collection, they give you native versions of the plugins which you've already purchased, which is a nice, nice little thing because then you can use those away from my... If I, for example, just have my laptop with me and I don't have my Apollo audio interface, the Universal Audio one, I will still be able to use these plugins in my projects, which is a really nice little feature. And you can decide if you want to use the DSP of your audio interface, if you have that, for example, or if you don't have that, you can just run it natively. I think this is a very, very cool step uh, in direction for Universal Audio. Now, some new things here. We've got the UAD Instruments uh, Opal Morphing Synthesizer. So this is brand new and it's only part of UAD Spark. So this is obviously to get you in. I'm going to just quickly show you that before we move on to the next item here on the podcast because I just want to have a quick listen. I actually haven't got to check it out even before this podcast. I just literally just downloaded it and we'll have a quick look at that together. You also get the Ravel Grand Piano uh, created with the world's best emulation of Steinway Model B Grand Piano. You get the Moog Mini Moog. This is pretty cool. The Get the authentic hit-making Moog synth sounds used by Dr. Dre, Daft Punk and more. You get the Waterfall B3, add the three-dimensional texture of the, an iconic Hammond B3 organ and rotary speaker cabinet. I believe that's brand new as well. 
And yeah, is Universal Audio hardware required to subscribe? No, UA hardware of any kind is not required. How many plugins can I run in my project? As many as your computer CPU can handle. These are just some FAQs here. Does it work on Mac and Windows? Currently, UA Spark is only available on Mac. Windows coming fall 2022. And yeah, this just is a nice really nice little collection and with the free 14 day demo if you if you have a mac or you're running your audio computer is a mac just check it out because you got nothing to lose you can turn it off after 14 days if you're not happy with it i will show you these videos are really nice i'm not going to show you each video but i will show you this one which i really enjoyed the lexicon 224 or 22.4 however you say it reverb digital reverb this is a very good it gives you a very good example of how it works so let's play this one back here for you and have a quick listen you ready spark 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 Here we go. Dry vocal. There you go. Enabled. And then we got it on a synth here. Dry. Wet. Beautiful. Drums. Dry. There you go. Enabled. Yeah, I really like that demo and that's that's the only video I'm going to show of this, all those instruments. You can check out all the different videos for each individual instrument, but I wanted to show you that one because I, I felt that it really showcased how that reverb sounds. Like you can really drench it and really get lost in that reverb, a beautiful sounding reverb. Now, quickly before we go on to our next product, we don't normally do this, we normally do it as a feature, but check this out. If we come over here... I've got an Ableton Live session. Now, this is Opal, the brand new morphing synthesizer from Universal Audio. I literally just downloaded it. So I'm just going to have a quick go over some of the presets. Already can hear it sounds very nice indeed. Nice little. You got a, a little bit of DK, a little bit of reverb going on there. Let's go through and try and find some interesting presets here. So it's a wave wavetable style synthesis with an analog edge is how they're touting it. And what I can see is you got three oscillators here, each with wavetable synthesis going on. You got your filter, uh, then you got your mixer, you got your filter, insert effects, filter two, then you got LFO one and two, multi-seg one and two, and then your output and effects. Nicely laid out though. And you do have um, search functionality up here. We'll just be quick yards. Actually a pretty high quality sounding synth. I don't know what it's emulated on. I think it's just a new type of thing. Analog solo brass. 
Yeah, look, I didn't prepare anything earlier. I just wanted to hear some of these sounds. Not bad. We can dial up some of these effects here. Let's drench it a bit. Let's dial up two. What's on two? That's the reverb there. Lovely decay. Wow. I, I like to check out sequences. Whenever we get a new synth on the especially on the Emlyn and the Mix channel, gotta hear a sequence. Let's have a look at this. Nice. You're up. What do we got? Um, nice. Fireworks. <laughs> cool. Alright, anyway, we've got to be careful because I can get stuck into playing with sounds and not doing the podcast. But that is the Morphing Synthesizer Opal by Universal Audio, and I thought I'd just quickly show you it there. But, you know, this looks like a great little collection. We normally do like a feature product at the end, but because we do have a big announcement that came out in this last week, of course, Seaboard, Seaboard Rise, which we're going to get to. Don't skip along to the end, of course. Stay in here. We've got a few things to get through. But that is UAD Spark by Universal Audio, a subscription service worth checking out, is my opinion. All right, let's jump along here. What is this? Cherry Audio, again, making the podcast. Actually, look here, look in the middle. It's your boy, Emlyn in the mix, checking out Dream Synth. Yes, we checked out Dream Synth last week. If you didn't get a chance to check that out, listen to last to the last week's podcast of Emlyn in the Mix where we checked out the Dream Synth. In We did a bit of a deep dive. Podcast of Emlyn in the Mix checks out Dream Synth in this deep dive and review. So if you wanted to see that, I just said I'd mention it there. That's pretty cool. I'm on the Cherry Audio website. All right, let's move along to the next piece of news. This is Baby Audio, but we've already checked out all these things. Something's happening. Let me jump over here. I've taken a screenshot of my email here. So this is coming out this coming Tuesday. Now, of course, if you're listening to this podcast in the future, these items won't be as zeitgeisty and new. Um, they're going to be sort of old-fashioned. Anyway, uh, coming out this Tuesday, though, if you're listening now in present, in the present moment of life, then this is exciting because Baby Audio has a brand new thing, which I actually know what that is. I know what this thing is. I can't talk about it, of course, but you got to get ready for this. The next one. All right, this is from Baby Audio. It would be fair to say that our next plugin has gotten our better testers more excited than anything we've sent their way in the past. Here's how one user describes it. And this is not me. It's not Emlyn in the mix, okay? Literally, it sounds like dreams. It's a plugin that makes any track sound like a Western movie vaporwave sunset. Basically, totally replaces a chain of four plugins I used to use for the same effect. Plus, it sounds better. All right, so the release date is April 5th. We, of course, are going to talk about it here on the podcast next week. And we may even do a little solo deep dive as well. Who knows? Make sure to subscribe to Emlyn 
in the mix for extra little videos that I cover. This last week, I'm sorry, it is actually my life this last couple of weeks. The personal side of life has just been absolutely so busy. But uh, we are going to get some more videos up. Definitely just subscribe because you never know. I'll just drop a random video and you'll be like, damn, fool, I wanted to check that out. So do that. That's Baby Audio. Brand new gear coming from them this coming Tuesday, April 5th. All right, you can see a seaboard rise. We're getting there. We're getting to the seaboard rise. But before we do, just quickly, this came out at the start of March and shame on Emlyn in the Mix podcast. We didn't cover it because this is a pretty phenomenal update for one of the biggest doors, definitely in the top 10 of doors, digital audio workstation, Steinberg Cubase Pro 12 dropped at the start of March. And I just wanted to show you here, musictech.com has come out with their review overview and their rating is a 10 out of 10. And let's just have a quick look at their verdict of why it got a score like this. So new dongle-less license protection. So if you have been a Cubase user in the past, you know you've got to use those little dongles. And perhaps you're sick of those. You don't want to use them anymore. Well, you don't have to with uh, Cubase Pro 12. There's improved mapping of external controllers to plugins. Multi-channel audio warp is a huge time saver. Audio to chord conversion, surprisingly accurate. Awesome rhythmic effects with FX modulator and beautiful piano tones from the Verve. So crossover period means many will still need e-licenses. So that's just one of the negatives. It's still giving it a 10 out of 10. So let's read a little bit back on this article here. So with its 33rd birthday fuss approaching, that is unbelievable. It's 33 years old. Cubase has to be one of the oldest. Hey? Cubase is not only one of the longest serving doors, but is also among the longest lived of all software brands. And to sustain such longevity in a market as fast-moving and fickle as music technology, Steinberg has had to continually update, enhance, and sometimes reinvent Cubase without ever losing the qualities that made it so successful. And damn, if they haven't gone and done it again, that's right, with this brand new update. So drop the dead dongle, no more dongle. It's got remote control. Cubase's method of mapping external hardware controllers to plug-in instruments and effects parameters has received a major and much-needed overhaul with the new MIDI remote integration system. And the new setup concerns MIDI device scripts, which contain information about the individual features on a MIDI controller. And map these to an on-screen control panel. A number of scripts are included, covering popular devices from Akai, Arturia Innovation, and Korg. But if your controller isn't included, you can find a suitable script online, no problem. Creating new scripts is easy. Just open the MIDI Remote Manager, create a new script, and wiggle the controls on your controller. Cubase will detect each controller and create an on-screen widget for it. You can then tweak the style, size, and layout of the widgets to customize the control panel. That's freaking cool. Yeah, and there's a picture, if you are watching on YouTube here, just of how that might come across with them using a Novation Launch Key Mini MK3 there. You got chords and scales now. This sounds interesting. So Steinberg, Steinberg has given chord tracks in Cubase 12 a clever new feature. Drop an audio track onto the chord track and Cubase will automatically convert it into chord and scale events. Now, I know Ableton Live already has this functionality and other doors. I believe even uh, Apple's Logic has it now as well. And yeah, this is a fantastic time saver when working with a chord loop or even something you've played because you don't need to figure out yourself what the chords are, Cubase does it for you. And the chord recognition is surprisingly effective too. So this is an important part because I know with Ableton Live, it's not 
it's good, it's very good, but it's not always accurate. So though it can get confused with complex harmonies, that's right, and modulations and changes, but no matter, the chord assistant is still available, making it easy to modify the detected chords, and now it has a new tab with which you can select other chords detected within the converted audio. And in addition to the chord track, can now be used as a pitch quantization source when working with Vary Audio Cubase system for modifying pitch and monophonic audio parts, no longer having to manually manage the chord and or scale while doing Vary Audio work is another important update to workflow efficiency. You've also got warp mode now and you can warp the audio. You can see if you're looking here on the YouTube, but basically you can just grab the waveform, move it along New plugins are included as well, so no new Cubase release would be complete without a new plugin or two. The biggest hitters on the effects sides of things is FX Modulator, a multi-effects processor with a powerful modulation generator. The plugin includes 14 effects modules, filter overdrive, reverb, chorus, and all the other favorites, which can be loaded into the plugins in any order. Each module has one of the more parameters than can be automated. And you can create automation curves by editing notes on a step sequence style grid, or you can insert curve segments from the library. 16 segments are included and a space for an additional 48 custom segments to be stored. The upshot of this is the plugin that lets you build rhythmic repeating movements that will enliven even the dullest of parts. And you can see here as well, we've got another uh, sort of picture here of that being in use. And look, overall, you know, you're getting a, an additional, uh, the Verb Steinberg Piano. This door, I just had to mention it because I've used this in professional studios as well. This door is, is an amazing door. As it says in this article, it's been around for so long and it's managed to survive even in the music technology sector, as they say, can be so finicky, you know, things change or they move on, you know, quickly from one thing to another. And Cubase has just managed to sort of go along in the background, is in one of the top five or ten doors out there and if you've ever been thinking about getting into it you should check it out it is available on mac and windows i won't go into every little thing i mean we, we jump over to the page here there's a bunch of new features there's a whole list here of a whole page you know some of them here second video track is now available fourth mix console is now available boom boom you know feature after feature but go check it out i just wanted to mention it because we missed it here and I, i'm a bit sad about that because it did come out at the start of march but here we haven't missed it. Better late than never, right? Late to the party is the cool thing. I'm just making up some random uh, saying. You can uh, meme me on that if you like, if I'm meme worthy for you. But yeah, this is cool. New piano instrument constructed out of eight gigabytes of samples, new MIDI remote integration. It's all there and it's in Cubase Pro 12. I'm actually kind of interested. Check it out. I mean, I sort of go between you know, several doors at the moment, Pro Tools being one of them, more for my audio stuff. I don't use Logic Pro so much. Ableton Live is probably my main musical one. Uh, I do use Reason though. I do enjoy Reason. There's something about Reason being in its own little enclosed environment, although now they've expanded to other doors, which is kind of confusing. But Reason is pretty cool. It's its own little kettle of fish. But yeah, Cubase has always been there in the background and it is a very, I know that there's a lot of top producers that use it because it's a very, in the back end of Cubase, it's extraordinarily flexible as an audio machine and it could come back with this release. So check it out if you've been thinking about it. 
Now you can probably see if you're looking on the video here at the top here, we'll, we can see the Sibo Raz. And that's what you came here for, isn't it? This is why you came to this podcast. That's what we put in the thumbnail, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe we did. Anyway, Seaboard Rise 2 landed this week. What was with this week? Why was there so many big drops all of a sudden? They're like, hey, hey, let's do it at the end of March, you know? I reckon it's something to do with investors and getting the investors excited to get these companies back on the road. I mean, this is pretty damn exciting. So... If you don't know what the Seaboard Rise is, the original one, it's sort of like a fleshy sort of skin instrument which has keys, so it has your white and black keys, so you can play, you know, your normal chromatic notes, but you can also do sort of the MPE, of course, MIDI Polyphonic Expression, the fifth dimension, which is like you can sort of slide your finger and get like a pitch bend or you can get velocity and pitch bend at the same time it's just more expressive basically it's midi on the next level because midi as a whole i think midi is actually eight bit which is you know only small piece of data or information which travels along in midi but these things have infinite amounts of information going at one time and let's have a little read about why the Sibyl rise 2 is so much better than the original. <clears throat> so discover infinite possibilities with Seaboard Rise 2, a keyboard designed for limitless exploration of sound, re-engineered from the multi-award winning original to be more intuitive and powerful than ever before. Rise 2 is the new pinnacle of musical expression. Now, to have a powerful controller like this, you need powerful software that is going to drive it. And of course, it includes Equator 2, you've got the Rolly Studio here, 1400 world-class presets, and it does include Ableton Live Lite if you do like to use Ableton Live. Cyber Rise 2, looking very sexy there in the background. So set your music free. Every Seaboard performance is entirely unique. Express yourself effortlessly in the moment with organic gestures and enjoy all the inspiring immediacy of an acoustic instrument. How you make music will never be the same, 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 same. So imagine you've got like an iPad, right? I've got an iPad here. <clears throat> and imagine that had like a fleshy skin. You know, the iPad has all these touch-sensitive areas, right? That's pretty much what this is, but obviously it's a bit better than what it just said it's not just an ipad with some fleshy skin over it and i'd like to know if they did improve upon the feeling because one of the sort of complaints about the original seaboard rise was that it was a little too fleshy and i think the more you used it it got a little bit more fleshy so if they managed to fix that feeling then this could be an absolute winner and game changer and this could be the instrument well it's not really it is an instrument controller i guess of the 2020s I was going to say 20th century. We're not even in the 20th century anymore. It's the most responsive playing surface. There it is there. Again, hop over to Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. If you are listening on the podcast, I do apologize because there is a lot of visual that happens as well. That's why we film this and record the audio at the same time. But let's have a quick listen. This is where the podcast comes in because you can just listen. You can sit back. You can enjoy. And let's listen to Glide playing... Thank you. 
Yeah, so you cannot play uh, just a regular MIDI controller like that. You cannot get with a regular MIDI controller like... I mean, this is an MP controller, so that doesn't really count. But, um, you know, I, actually, can I do it on... I don't know if it's got aftertouch anyway. Sorry, that's the Opal Universe Audio. But you can see just how much expressiveness you can do. Let's listen to Strike. Let's have a look at this. I mean, if you were someone that plays live and you just want to be able to play any instrument you can possibly think of and just have this MIDI controller, I mean, that's all you need, isn't it? Like, that sounds real to me. I can't even, like... If you were to get a real whatever instrument that was, I think it was a guitar or something, I just, you couldn't put them side by side. I wouldn't know. Let's listen to one more side here. Slide, sorry. Yeah, I love that too. It seems like when he was pushing his hands up, it was sort of reacting with the LFO or some kind of modulation and giving some extra oomph to the sound, I guess you could call it. Wave hello to a new piano keyboard. Play with confidence on a tactile, continuous 49-key surface designed for complete self-expression, more accessible to keyboard players than ever before. The Key Wave 2 design refines the revolutionary shape of the original seaboard surface with wider keys and honed edges. Embossed ridges let you accurately feel every key and feel your music. So I guess there is probably one thing without, you know, actually having the physical instrument in front of me here. But there is one thing that would, I would dare say, is a, a vast improvement upon the original. We did say what was going to be the difference, but I would say that's probably it there. They're saying they've done wider keys. So if you do, like, want to just play your traditional MIDI controllers, chromatic style of key, bed, piano, you know that sort of thing, then they're saying that this has got that, basically. So feel every note on wider articulated key waves, play naturally with tactile precision feels. That's pretty cool. I'll be interested to know how that feels, actually. An orchestra more at your fingertips. Let's actually let's just listen to one more because it's so incredible. Which one do you guys want to listen to? Let's do jazz guitar or pop bass. Gosh, there's a lot here. Double bass. Let's we'll do one. Let's do one that like saxophone. Okay, sax is the hardest thing to emulate. It's the thing. It's probably the... I've never heard a realistic electronic sax yet, saxophone. 
So let's see. Let's see. Can they do it? Uh, pro- I'm I'm guessing they probably can't, but you gotta give them gotta give them an, you know credit where it's due. Whoa. <laughs> okay, I stand corrected. What? <laughs> I don't know why I I was like really doubting it. That no, I that sounded real to me. That's ridiculous. Now I gotta hear one more. Let's do trumpets. Of course, you gotta remember this is equated to engine, which is a very amazing piece of software. If you haven't checked that out, you gotta go go to Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube after this podcast. Type in equated to. I did a review on it. That piece of software is so powerful by Rolly. It's unbelievable. Let's listen to trumpets. Here we go. good not as good as the saxophone it did sound a little bit less realistic the saxophone blew me away i was not expecting that the trumpet's not as much anyway there's a bunch here you guys can come along and check this out we're not going to do it all here on the podcast craft any sound with limitless hybrid synthesizer there it is equated to that thing is a beast it's just an amazing piece of software absolutely amazing i i forget how good it is actually I really do. I've gone a bit off mic there. We're back. I forget how good it is, Equator 2. Built from the ground up to be the voice of the seaboard, Equator 2 is the world's leading MPE synth with the power to generate any sound you could imagine and even some you can't from cutting-edge modulation tools to stacks of effects slots. This synth has all you need to create a modern classic. It really does. I That piece of software is just mind-blowing. So... There you have it, guys. This is the big one for today on the podcast. The Seaboard Rise 2. Will you be getting one? Real-time control of sound. So here, actually, we just want to have a quick look at this before we wrap it up. So you can adjust the responsiveness of the press, glide, and slide dimensions of touch on the fly with touch faders. Minimize the controls and Rise 2 responds like a piano keyboard. That's cool. Or turn them up for maximum expression. You can even adjust macros for each preset as you play with the XY touchpad. So it's really got all your controls over here. Obviously, octave adjusts, sliders, volume, and that sort of thing. Menu. Compose faster with natural gestures. Forget editing each instrument track individually in your door. Record all the modulation you need directly into your track receiver Rise 2. Even a whole orchestra once. And set the stage in Rolly Dashboard. Adjusting expressive parameters and MIDI settings is simple with your included Rolly Dashboard software. Tweak your expressive to expressivity to perfection with enhanced 5D visualizers. 
and it's compatible with your workflow. Works with most of the leading doors. Looks like you got Live, Bitwig, Logic, and more. Plug it into any setup. And also, you got the pedal, sustain pedal here, or express expression pedal. I'm not sure. It could probably be either because it would be depending on what you want the pedal to do, wouldn't it? And it's an iconic design reimagined. Now, I'm not sure about that. That's the only thing. It looks the same to me. I could be completely wrong. The only thing, yeah, that I have to say is the keys do look more raised. It still looks very thin, though. It still looks really um, thin. Anyway, will you be getting a Seaboard Rise 2? Is this the MIDI controller of the future? Have they done it? Well, it's yet to be decided because, of course, not many people have got these in their hands yet. And I do not believe these will be shipping until the end of 2022. I could be completely wrong. I'm pretty sure it's the last quarter of 2022. So, look, I hope we get one here at Emlyn in the Mix. I'm I'm working out how we can get one here at Emlyn in the Mix and I'll definitely, definitely be showing you guys if we get one here because for me, I think MIDI polyphonic expression is definitely the future. It's definitely the way to go and this does it. This covers all the bases and more. Like, this is... Basically, the Seaboard Rise 2, basically, it made MIDI polyphonic expression, MPE, the term, it basically just made it popular because they they brought the instruments that gave the goods for MPE, I guess. Anyway, give me your thoughts, your feedback. I'd love to hear it in the comment section down below. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Did you like UAD Spark? Did you like seeing me in the Cherry Audio website? Are you excited about Baby Audio's plugin, which is coming out on Tuesday? And of course, what do you think of Steinberg Cubase Pro 12? Do you need a new door? Or have you been eyeing that one off? And let me know what you think about Seaboard Rise 2. I'm super excited about this. I think this is the media controller of the future. There is limited stock, so you should definitely, if you really do want to get one, you should pre-order now. They are not cheap, but again, you're getting, you know, you're getting something pretty far out. And I think this is really, if you were a live player, as I said, if you were a live player who wants to play all different kinds of instruments, really knows how to play their keys, this is for you. You should get this for sure. All right, guys, I'm going to have to wrap it up there. Season 3, episode 13 of the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Don't don't forget, next week we may be a little, we'll either be on or off or somewhere, but the podcast will come, okay? We'll either be a, a day or two early or a day or two late, or we might even make it on the day. I don't know at this stage. Next week's looking pretty hectic and busy, but I will definitely get your podcast next week as we need to talk about all the exciting stuff, especially the new baby audio plugin that is coming. Thank you so much for joining me on a week-to-week basis to all of my regular listeners. If you're new to this channel, please make sure to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And I'd love your feedback on the podcast. Just scroll down if you're listening to the podcast. Scroll down to where you can leave feedback. I read all of the reviews. I love getting your reviews. Five-star being amazing. One-star being not so great. And with all of that out of the way, oh, don't forget, you can shout me a coffee. If you're still listening, I'm going to keep blabbing on. Shout me a coffee, please, so that my, you know, my wife can respect me for doing this podcast. <laughs> we know that if you shout me a coffee, it will help, actually. But the money for shouting me a coffee doesn't actually go to coffee. I can buy my own coffee. It actually goes to the distribution cost of this podcast. <clears throat> And, you know, it's not it's not free, it's not cheap, but I want to keep this podcast coming to you guys. So if you're still listening and you want to support and you want to thank me, I would deeply appreciate it. The link, support link is in the podcast description and it's also in the YouTube video if you're watching us on there. All right, now I'm really gone. Thank you so much, guys. Peace out. Boom.
Hey, thanks for listening to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast. Here you will find all the latest in music technology, software and hardware, interviews and more. Also, don't forget to check out the Emlyn in the Mix YouTube channel today. Till next time, keep it real.